0: We have removed our individual selves from the work of policing the republic. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to The Virtue Signal. I'm Bill Whittle with my friend uh, Alfonso Rachel. And uh, this is The Virtue Signal where we talk about virtue and you're signaling. Pretty straightforward really. Uh, so there's a uh, apparently a true story uh, I don't know if it remembers from the 50s, I want to say it was from the 50s, where there was a meeting of um, uh, a group of American communists Communist Party USA meeting, and I think there were 13 people in attendance and by the time they got to the end of the meeting they realized that every single one of the people in the meeting were FBI agents they were all basically spying on each other, and and I heard that story and I said, oh, that sounds kind of ridiculous. But, but basically, deep inside, I went, yay, you know, go Team America. Fantastic. That's great. Because I know what the communists are and what they've done. And I've written about them. I'm going to be doing more writing about them uh, for Daily Wire. And I thought, fantastic. I like the idea that there's an agency keeping track of, you know, domestic terrorists, subversives and all the rest. Well, to the degree that they've been doing that, they've been doing other stuff as well. And the amount of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The the loss of respect and admiration uh, for the FBI among conservatives is one of the great markers of our age. Uh, before uh, the pandemic, and, and to some degree even during the war on terror, certainly before 2001, uh, Conservative Americans, law-abiding Americans, looked at the FBI with great admiration. We'd been uh, conditioned with, uh, and I don't mean conditioned so much as just, you know, informed about things with with movies like The Untouchables and the TV show The Untouchables, and there was a show you were too young to see called The FBI with Ephraim Zemblis Jr. and it was three networks, so that's what I watched, and and I thought, okay, G-men, they're 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 a small elite group. J. Edgar Grover said of guys who cannot be perverted. By any reason, by any cost, you can't buy them. You can't influence them. They are the they are the paladins of the republic. While the number of reports uh, tarnishing the reputation of the FBI has been nonstop and, and seems to be accelerating, you know stories of political bias and and. And, uh, and covering up things and being parts of plots to dethrone the legitimate U.S. government, all the rest of this stuff. And it's beginning to look like the FBI is actually much more effective at destroying American ideals than the Communist Party ever was. So my larger question is, not so much specifically about the FBI, but it's, a, it's probably the best example of this. What happens to a society when the part of society that is law-abiding respects the law, and as a general rule, admires law enforcement officials. What happens when you lose their trust? The communists have always hated the FBI, and you would expect that. What happens when American patriots get to the point that I and millions and millions of others have gotten to, which is, I not only don't trust them, I genuinely, I don't say exactly, I fear them, but but they are now the enemy of everything that I believe in and and that is an awful long fall. What happens to a country when you can no longer trust your own uh, sort of uh, most trustworthy law enforcement?
1: Uh, well, the, you end up with a country I reckon that's, that's in big trouble, man. It, yeah, it, you it, bet. And going back to, to to Hoover, I I don't know if I, if I would, you know, I take what he says about the FBI with a grain of salt. Of I mean, course. I here's, here's a dude who is spying on MLK. You know? Of course. Now, I wonder if people because, you know, now the narrative is is that Martin Luther King wasn't this great guy and all that sort of stuff. You know, he was a philanderer and and, and whatnot. And don't get me wrong. I don't make any sort of passes for any of that kind of stuff. Uh, But it makes one kind of like hey, you might want to still don't let these narratives take away the importance of what he was able to do. And because these kind of things will start to come and reflect on you because the FBI is being sent after you and they're going to be digging up things like that where people are going to come down through history and looking at those things that you did and dismissing the good things that you were trying to do. So it's like, you know, you know, keep those things in perspective. Uh, and once again, I'm not trying to give MLK a pass. There's some things that he said and, and believed that I did not agree with, but at the same time, there's some helpful things that he did too. And we got to be careful that we don't let these people drag us into a narrative that helps them further vilify us and everything that that was decent with America, that what that will go along with it. Um, the FBI, I've, I've I've for a long time I've I've struggled with um, you know, this, I guess, uh disaffection, you know, if you will, disaffinity. That, That's that, a great that, word. Uh, yeah, that that um, you know, that. Particularly Republican voters have bestowed upon, you know, the FBI, law enforcement and things like that. Because I'm like, it's still government. You <laughs> know, it's like, well, why, why, why do we give this special favor? Is it because they are ones who carry the guns or which? why is that? You know, you don't like politicians because they don't carry guns, but you like this aspect of the government because they do. I mean, which, which one, or which one is it? It's still government. Um, and this trust that we have uh, in, and I'm not, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to, to uh, stoke any sort of prejudice or anything because we we are we respect the rule of law, good law, right, mm-hmm. law that squares up with the supreme law of the land that respects the God given rights of the individual. If you're if you are in the agency where you are you are upholding your whole to uphold that, then we got you. But it's in God we trust, not man, not government. And if these people who go into these agencies respect that these rights do come from God and that's what they're going to do, that's, that's what their allegiance is to first, then yeah, we got you. But it doesn't appear that way anymore. And more and more, we're, we're, lo- we're losing that. I mean, even with law enforcement, how is this going to hold up? When you got law enforcement, you got law enforcement that's unionized. Basically, they're a revenue collecting arm for the Democrat Party. They're all in bed with the Democrat Party. So how how was this going to end up turning out to be a good thing? Of course, the Democrat Party was going to be able to weaponize law enforcement against us. And we've been encouraging them basically to do so. So I look at a lot of these things, Bill, and I'm, you know, because you have a lot of uh, Republicans asking, what are are we going to do? What's what's our next move? What are we supposed to do? What are we going to do? And then on the other hand, you got so, so many Republicans that are so. Pridefully individualistic, that they think they've got all the answers, and they're just going forward with whatever they think they're supposed to do, and they're being a liability to us uh, also. But my answer to this: it's not about what we're going to do; it's what we need to stop doing. All the information you got all this information. Uh, you, they're looking for all these gotcha moments. Let me, if I can say this, but let me, let me. This is coming to mind right now. Why, why this stuff doesn't work. The reason why this doesn't work is because nature dictates that it won't work. All this information that we think that we're, that we're getting on Democrats, this, these negative gotcha moments, it isn't going to work. Why? Because the Democrat Party in itself is a negative. They are a negative faction of the United States. They're, they're thinking, their worldview, it it's a total negative. Whereas the Republican Party, we're, we're, we're positively for America. Now, of course, the Democrats will see it a whole different way, but they also think that men can be women. So I, I, I discount that. But the bottom line is, Democrats, do you notice that no matter how much we're able to, to put on them and say, look, this is what they're doing. Look, it's quite obvious it doesn't stick. Well, there's a reason for that because they are a negative and negatives don't stick to negatives. So we can go ahead and pull up all the negative Things that they're doing and charging with them, it ain't gonna work. However, negatives do stick to a positive. And Republicans are a positive force in America, standing by the Constitution and standing by the Word of God. Well, it used to be for the most part. I don't know what's happened now, mm-hmm. but those negatives will stick to a positive. They're charges. Right? That, that negative charge will stick, and that's what they are doing. They are constantly charging them with those things, and they stick to us. Republicans, unfortunately, when these negative charges come towards us, Republicans do not repolarize what that is. Instead, they ramp up what they think is a positive, and it causes the negative attraction to come to them even more. This is why Repo- De- Democrats are constantly able to make negative charges stick to us. So if Republicans would actually repolarize what it is that negative uh, that that Democrats uh, throw at us, we would actually be able to send it right back to them as a charge that would stick to them. But Republicans don't do that. And again, effectively give Democrats everything that they need to do the damage that they do, dragging the country into their negativity. And negativity tends to, even though it doesn't have the sticking property, negativity will stick with negativity. That's why people just want to cling to what's negative. And you know, and, and we just keep going around in this feedback loop.
0: Well, you make a great point about, you know, they're the government. And, and there's no arguing with that, I guess. I don't want to define my way out of the problem here, but you need a government. We don't have a government anymore. We have a state. And that's, to me, uh, like I said, you can say, well, it's just a, a definitional difference. But to me, a government is is the minimum machine necessary to maintain law, order, and uh, and essentially provide the stability that a society needs a state is an entity in itself it is it is something that is greater than the people that it's supposedly representing and there's no question that the fbi has has become the agents of the state whether they were always or never agents of the government I don't really know anymore but I can tell you this there certainly is a need for law enforcement of some kind there's certainly a need for a for a counterterrorism and counterespionage agency in the United States we need one of those but they but the credibility of the F- FBI is utterly destroyed same for the CIA and so what do we do? Do we, do we continue to live with this corrupt system? Or do we simply abolish them and just hope that nothing bad happens? Or do we find a way to, to either uh, rebrand or, or, or eliminate those agencies and start newer ones with more citizen oversight? What do you think the answer is to this? Because we need some kind of uh, national law enforcement in terms of our relationship with other countries and, and foreign actors that uh, aren't our friends.
1: Oh, of course we do, man. I, I mean, I'm not one to one to say, uh, you know, uh, defund the police or abolish the uh, the I, uh, 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 definitely abolish the IRS. Sorry, <laughs> we definitely want to do that. Uh, they're know, turning
0: into the police, though. Don't worry, just give it time,
1: right? Well, I mean, technically, they, they are. The, the they IRS are. is a law enforcement uh, agency, but the, the, unfortunately, their their job is to enforce bad law. Their their job is to jack us for our money, violating our 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 constitutional right to property. Um, you know, but. What are we supposed to do about these things? It, it, we have to have some somebody enforce the law. Um, but the man, the, the thing is, is what's happening. Every 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 any entity or any organization is gonna, is not immune to corruption. It's just something that just creeps in. You know, it it, it happens, um, and 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 the subtleties in which it does it, uh, the justifications of, of of which it does it, it just happens. Um, like even with the you know FBI. I mean, when you've got people who are brought up uh, in, in the culture and, and what the culture is inundated with from from the education system, the entertainment, all that sort of stuff. The FBI, they're a product of the culture, too. They're going to take that mindset in there with them also. Uh, so it's inevitable that these people who are going to have these kind of influences are going to go into their office. And then the people who have the power to pull their strings have the uh, ha- have been have, have had these conditioning conditions, too. Um, so. In terms of of what we do, um, man, this, it's it's wh- where do we start? I mean, because there's just so many places. This this took years to get into. Yep. It's probably gonna take you most likely years to get out of. And man, there's there's a whole bunch of just deep surgery, deep surgery to do, build it to to uh to to work on it.
0: You've re- you you've actually given me a key to understanding the problem and what you just said there because you said that all agencies are. Are uh, are prone to corruption because they're staffed by human beings. That's absolutely true. And it led me to the realization that the reason that the FBI is out of control is the reason that everything else is out of control. And that is that we don't have a free press anymore. Huh. The press used to be adversarial to the FBI. Now the FBI and the press are on the same agenda. And so there is nobody investigating uh, FBI abuse of power. And there is nobody using the disinfectant of sunlight to um, to to keep these people in line, that's the only thing that that it prevents or at least limits corruption, is is the mechanisms that was put in place by the by this constitution and by the nature of the society. And again and again and again, if it, it, from from Hillary Clinton's emails, Jeffrey Epstein, all of the stuff, all of it, the election of Barack Obama in two thousand and eight, none of this could have happened. None of it could have happened if there was not a conservative press, a fair press that was looking as deep into Obama as they did into Sarah Palin, that was that would ask questions like, well, you just said, uh, Mr. Comey, that, you know, that you just gave us a, a 35-minute indictment of Hillary Clinton, and you said nobody should take the case. What, wh- how, how does that work? Since nobody is keeping an eye on these people, there's no, there's no one investigating the FBI because the press is supposed to do that, and there's no one investigating the press except for maybe Project Veritas, God bless him. So we're back we're back to square one here with with all of this stuff. None, None of this stuff, the Biden crime connections, the laptop, none of this stuff would have been on our radars if we had had the press doing the job that they're supposed to do, which is, you know, comforting the afflicted and afflicting the comfortable. But they're all on the same page now. And so we have to ask ourselves some pretty serious foundational questions. We cannot have a replacement law agency if we don't have the The immune system of the of the republic, namely the the investigative power of the press, to seek out these pathogens, no matter what party they belong to, expose them to sunlight and destroy them.
1: Indeed, man. I mean, the, right now the country's uh basically in a state of having a an autoimmune disease. It's mm-hmm. it's its immune system is ba- basically we've t- got AIDS. I
0: mean, <laughs> we've got AIDS, pretty much. Yeah,
1: America has AIDS. You know, um, uh, so. When you have, uh, I mean, in, what was it, Bear Toss? Man, they, they've been they've been messed with by the FBI. Even but who was the latest? You bet the FBI. Right?
0: The FBI broke into. I mean, gave a, a really brutal arrest, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 that that alone is a is a brushback pitch. It's a, it's an intimidation. Absolutely, act, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: you got folks getting raided and swatted. I mean, they didn't already challenge Mike Lindell to a pillow fight.
0: Uh, yeah. What about like for that, for instance? That's what got me the idea for the story. Mm. He, so, so the guy who, who the conservative uh, businessman, uh, Mike Lindell, who does uh, My Pillow, mm. who's been deplatformed by everybody, but still making a ton of money because he, he, loves America. Mm. He simply had his phone taken away by the by the FBI. This is what got me on this story for today. Here, mm. We're gonna. we uh, can I can I talk to you for Mr. Lindell? Am I under arrest? Well, technically no, but we we really we need to see your phone. We need to actually take your phone from you. This this kind of thing is an outrage, and it should have been promo- It should have appeared on the front page of every newspaper, whatever ones are left, and should have been the lead story on every single news uh, broadcast. And it's not, and that's the problem.
1: Oh, definitely not. And, and you know, the thing is, you know, when we talk about the the press, you know, doing their job, as far as they're concerned, they are. I mean, I mean, I mean, who are we to tell you know the the press, you know, how to do their job? I mean, nobody likes to be told how to do their job, right? Uh, but they're they're misinterpreting what it is to to be a free press. You're not free to to lie on people, you know. You, you can't do that. You're actually your job is actually to to go ahead and report well the truth. Uh, but they, as far as they're concerned, they're reporting their truth. They're taking gross liberties, you know, with the First Amendment. And um, you know, when we have a country that can go ahead and and make up their own truth and interpret law however they want to, then yeah, we're definitely going to have some problems and there has to be an effective means to be able to um promote what the proper interpretation of what this is and right now we 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 haven't uh we haven't had an effective um uh, delivery system to be able to do that
0: whenever um whenever i i think about well you know what has happened to journalism? Maybe, maybe you know everything that I saw when I was growing up was an illusion. Maybe you know maybe there was never any real journalism. I come back to Project Veritas and James O'Keefe, who who you mentioned, had been raided by the FBI not not quite in an arrest you fashion, but in a definitely bang on the door, you know we're coming in kind of thing. Um, and and when I look at the work that Project Veritas does. I realize no, that's what actual journalism is. He's probably the only genuine journalist. There's a couple others, Heather McDonald, but you can literally name them on on one hand. And the reason I say that James O'Keefe is is an actual journalist who really is committed to Project Veritas means Project Truth. The reason I know he's committed to the truth is that he not only goes after left wing liars and and crooks, he goes after conservative liars and crooks too, and and that is the essence of what we are missing and what has allowed this corruption to spread to these highest levels. We are entering an age now where where the foundational trust in in every single foundational aspect of our culture, voting integrity, uh, justice equal justice under the law, law enforcement, all of these things are not just under attack now they they are at the point where even the most constitutionally minded people in the country no longer believe in them. And that's not good.
1: No, it's not good. It's it, it's it's horrible. Like when people, um, you know, they can't they can't tell who's who. Like you know, I hear all the time people like, man, I can't. What's the difference between the Republican Party and the Democratic Party? I can't see the difference or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, while you have um you know these factions that are basically calling us they're telling us that we're terrorists they're telling other people that we're terrorists that you know uh
0: um that we're... that's called prepping the battle space by the way
1: absolutely i mean you know and i don't mind saying you know bill we're we're in a war it may be a very one sided no war it
0: is a moral ethical philosophical constitutional war of ideas and uh, and we are deep in the middle of it and we we'd better start fighting effectively.
1: Sure. I, I mean, because, you know, when you have the FBI that's coming in and, and raiding people's homes and stuff like that, it's like, well, what do you call that? Uh, and like I said, it may be more of a one sided war, but, yeah, we're, we're in the throes of it and we need to be clear on who we are in it. And I don't think I don't I think that's a big part of the problem. And I think a big part of the problem is that you know, not only that is that we have a lot of people who aren't even sure who the Democrats are in it. Uh, and as long as this keeps on going, the Democrats will remain invisible in plain sight and able to do the evil that that they're doing. Um, this. But, but once again, how does how does this how, do, how does this get changed? You know, there's so many things before America be ta- can be taken back, and, and of course, if you're going to say that America, America needs to be taken back, you have to admit that it's been taken from you. That's right. So they've effectively taken the country. And there's a lot of areas that have to be reclaimed before one can just say we're going to take America back. A lot of little battles have to be won.
0: Yeah. Uh, folks, here's the problem with living in a constitutional republic that's genuinely governed by the people who are protected by uh, inviolable uh, rights. And the problem with living in a society like that is we don't have anybody to blame but ourselves. That's the, that's the worst of it. Uh, when... When not not long ago, uh, I saw a video online of a woman who had had, had a very very bad uh, autoimmune reaction to the Victrola that she purchased. Her face looked like it had been burned. I've never seen anybody so disfigured um, by an autoimmune response, which was generated by the you know the Victrola that she got. And we're only saying that so that we can get the message out a little bit wider. We're, this is how people in the Soviet Union used to deal with things. You would say things that everybody knew what they meant, but they would slide underneath the censorship barrier. That's also where we are. But but this woman, uh, who I felt enormous sympathy for, said something that was so heartbreaking and at the same time so illuminative. And and she's in tears. Her Her life is ruined. Her face is ruined. It's not just like she's got a rash. And she said... I don't understand. I did everything the government told me to do. I did everything they told me to do. I said, there you go. There's your problem right there. Right. There's your problem. Not just her problem, our problem. We have we have removed our individual selves from the work of policing the republic. We have, we have taken ourselves out of responsibility for maintaining voting integrity. We have taken ourselves uh, out of the whole public school system. We've taken ourselves out of the uh, entertainment complex. We have simply retreated, 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 held on to our values, but we have retreated to the point where all of the institutions that are there to uh, maintain and enforce our values are utterly corrupted. And it's not going to change until all of us decide that we are personally responsible for this catastrophe and that the re- that, and then the resolution of this catastrophe will depend on whether or not we hold ourselves personally responsible for the response. There's not going to be a guy on a white horse or an orange horse for that matter. Who's going to come in and save us from all of this stuff. It's our job. It's our job. That's the job that we had. We had one job and and, and, and we screwed it up. And if, if we don't start from that place, then we will fail. And James O'Keefe and Project Veritas is, to me, the not only a sign of hope, it's the, it's the model. It's the model for how we get all this stuff back. It's an individual who is morally unimpeachable, who is, whose work is being privately funded by individuals who are simply giving him money because they know it's important they're putting their money where their mouth is they're putting their money where their country is and that's the way that we get back to this is by understanding that we are responsible for all of this stuff and that we have a large large debt not to our children but to our ancestors and to all the people that died to keep us free so if we want if we want uh, controlled reasonable fair uh, uh law-abiding law enforcement we had better find a way to make that happen and and not hope that we find a politician who's going to find a way to make that happen. This is what got us into trouble in the first place. For Alfonso Rachel, I'm Bill Whittle. Thanks so much for joining us on The Virtue Signal. This show, like Project Veritas, is made possible by individual people who pay $9.95 a month to keep messages like this coming for free. And that's a tough sell because I'm not selling you shoes and Zoe's not selling you uh, you know, uh, t-shirts. We're just selling... The message. And what you think that message is worth is kind of what you should be paying for it if you're not already. To our members, we're very grateful. Thanks very much for joining us. We'll see you next time here on The Virtue City.